this is old news, but I remember I was on the train one time. And, uh, <laughs> I love this story. That uh, I was on the train. It was like late night home. I'd done like yeah. a crazy late night in the office. It was past. Oh, well, not crazy. Like it was past eleven. I'm yeah. on the train home, and um, there's this guy who's wearing like a, a Hillsong cap, like backwards, mm. and um, he looks at this dude who's obviously Middle Eastern. And he just goes, "God bless you, brother." And the guy just goes, "God bless you. God bless you." <laughs> and this guy's, "Oh." You believe in God, eh? <laughs> just goes, yes, yes, I do, brother. <laughs> this goes, but do you believe in Jesus Christ? <laughs> and he's like, uh, 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 yes. And he just goes, you believe Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior? And she goes, uh, 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 and then he realizes, he just goes, no, no. And he just oh. goes, you don't believe he's our Savior? He goes, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> And I'm like sitting there behind going, is this happening? <laughs> oh my God. That's some oh. American shit, man. Dude, it was... expect that to happen in Australia. Look, I try not to interpret yeah. things in terms of fake stories or like exaggerated narratives, but I was like, I'm living in a Seinfeld episode here. Yeah, it's like, a this was a moment. This was a moment. Episode. This That's was a moment. Episode. Shit. On today's episode of the Sapiosexual Podcast, Surviving Gay Tupac, Kane prepares for a long stay deep in Asia to find his inner meaning and recounts his first jiu-jitsu tournament experience. We deep dive into recent events surrounding Jussie Smollett, discussing the obvious corruption, subversion of justice and the biased media coverage, placing a high priority on protecting their own progressives than reporting the truth. We cap off the episode to talk about Cardi B and the resurfacing of an open admission that she committed heinous crimes against men during her time as a stripper. We discuss the total lack of remorse, the lack of accountability, and the obvious double standards being applied by the media and society in general. All this and more in today's segment of the Sapiosexual Podcast. Hey guys, and welcome to the Sapiosexual Podcast. Before we get straight into the episode, I wanted to let you all know that we are live on Instagram and Twitter. Follow us with the handle at Sapiosexual Podcast, or one word. If you enjoy the podcast, follow us on Spotify. Subscribe on YouTube, drop us a comment on the video and like it, subscribe on iTunes or your app of your choice. As always, if you enjoyed the episode, please do reach out to people that you think would really enjoy the episode and give us a mention. You may even want to share the episode out on Twitter or Facebook. Um, You choose the way you want to share it. Just spread the good word, guys, because it's the number one podcast on the earth. Share the love, Manx. Yeah. All right, guys. Um... Welcome to the Sapiosexual Podcast. Hope you're happy to be here, man. Episode 5. Fiverr. Fiverr. MacGyver. 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 <laughs> hey, bro, we get a fucking pencil, a pen, and a fucking piece of, uh, piece of sock, and I'm going to make the best fucking flashlight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, you don't need that. All you need is a tin can, um, some latex gloves, and two sponges. And you put the um, yeah. You put two sponges into the side of the um, tin can, mm. squish it in. Obviously, soft side facing mm-hmm. inwards, and you shove the latex glove deep into the can and wrap it up and around. Wow! Fill that shit with hand lotion. Got yourself a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any other features to a woman, Eric? Um, well. <laughs> Apart from the, the latex glove in the middle? Well, you know what you should do, right? Is if you want to enhance the experience to the next level, you should get a sink full of hot water and um, you just sort of like leave it sitting in the sink full of hot water. Yeah. And you just sort of warm it up, you know? Just warm your lady up, guys. I thought you were going to say to enhance the experience, you leave like a bunch of dishes left out on the yeah. side of the counter and no one cleans them. <laughs> and then like start using the sponge like, this sponge is so sticky. What's going on here? I was like, I don't know. I'm just cleaning out my pipes. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do if you come home and like your significant other finds you and you got a Pringles can with two fucking sponges and, and fucking latex and a bunch of jizz in it? Well, what about that big old can of Pringles? <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> what do you do? Look, how do you justify that? There's no way to justify that. If your significant other catches you jacking off, like you're having problems, man, you're having problems. You're, you're having super fucked. Look, let's be real here, you know. They used to teach us in school how oh, it's so healthy, like you know, a couple times yeah, a week. Yeah, and yeah. like, okay, nah, it's not. It's not nah, healthy. It's not healthy, especially if you have a partner. It causes all sorts of insecurity issues. Yeah, all sorts yeah. of weird problems. Um, even you people should be who, beating your mate, man. You got that going, bro. Come on. Yeah, especially if you're living with your partner. It's like, hang on, sorry. Can maybe a caveat there? Maybe it's like, like if you're not getting solid stream of sex, like say they cut you off, cut the supply for a few months. Then what are you doing? <laughs> you can't be sitting there going, fuck. <laughs> 
Well, look, man. Look, when you know when the oil economy goes down, man, you gotta find alter- alternative sources of energy, man. We gotta go green, man. We gotta get them solar panels, bro. We need renewables, all right. <laughs> That's why America got so fucking antsy, bro. Like, all right, we need to go fucking right. bomb some fucking people in different countries, bro, to get some more oil there. We're getting it from home love. Nothing, no home says, love. nothing says renewable like the five finger discount. <laughs> <laughs> yeah five figure discounts (laughs) that thing's better Uh, than free yeah so uh, the wife is out so i took a five minute visit to palmdale (laughs) (laughs) oh shit so uh weekend rundown now let's give some weekend rundowns man what did you do this weekend well friday night I was at the John Mayer concert, and all I can say is he slayed. Very the gay, very gay. <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes when you're on the show, you can uh, sometimes say the wrong thing. We're all drunk. Take it back. Accidentally is the wrong word. <laughs> John Mayer killed it, dude. He's yeah. a slayer of the guitar. Like he did this solo. If you don't know the song "Slow Dancing mm-hmm. in a Burning Room," I mean, it's just this melancholic song about knowing when your relationship is falling apart and there's yeah. nothing you can fucking do about it. Mm. Like, you're hoping that it's actually, like... This well, is like pr- sorry to cut you off. There is Pringles cans. <laughs> Pringles. <laughs> Pringles. Anyway, but he did a yeah. solo in between that song where he just fucking killed it. He made the guitar weep. I don't know how else to say it, but he made his guitar mm. weep. And I was like, this is That's brilliant. It. And, like, there's a whole bunch of chicks who wanted to fuck him. It was crazy. Anyways... Um, but what was really funny is like on the way there, you know, yeah. it's never a good experience if you live in Sydney, go on a Sydney Olympic Park. There's this one oh. train line, and the yeah. trains can only go in one direction. There's no two way train, right? It's either going towards or away. Monorail, monorail. <laughs> it's a fucking failure. It's a total failure, and it's always shit. If there's an event on, mm. the trains are packed. It's uncomfortable. You just, you just don't want to be on this planet anymore for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> what was worse though was that there wasn't just one event there was two packed events so they had the NRL for those who don't know the NRL is the National Rugby League for you cunts that are AFL fans or maybe you're international mm. um, Australian was, sport was, so yeah it was Australian sport Australian sport, sport. Um, there was the Eels versus the Roosters and so you just got this like sort of eclectic mix of people on the train yeah. you got all these like kind of muso type hipsters yeah. or you got some people who just look really well dressed really nice kind of people too yeah. and then you got the people who are uh, like really obviously NRL fans like it's like yeah man this guy's got the fucking Viking haircut with the full shaved zero side and a fucking braid down the back <laughs> and he's got like fucking tats he's jacked like a fucking chimpanzee yeah he's got a huge disgusting overbite and they go yeah he's not here for the John Mayer concert <laughs> anyway there's this fat bitch at a Roosters jersey it's like what else is going on it's some kind of concert and like some like muso lady was like oh it's the John Mayer concert it's like ha oh, John Mayer, that would put me to sleep. <laughs> I was just like, Sadie, this is like, man, you're fucking, you're a fat bitch, probably doesn't need anything to put her to sleep. Fucking, you must be getting like diabetes or some shit. I'm pretty sure like your blood sugar level puts you to sleep, you fat bitch. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And she kept saying it like she wanted attention. She kept looking yeah. around like with a fucking quip, like, yeah. put me to sleep. And I'm like, fucking stupid bitch. And then like a fucking bogan, like her bogan companions, like, <laughs> <laughs> like she made some really funny quip yeah and I like, was just like oh yeah, I don't somebody know, get me the fuck out of here dude yeah. and I'm like on the train it's like oh. and I usually love the train too I love the train I usually oh, love a, public transport that's the best part of public transport man you get to have a blend of eclectic fucking characters man that is true like um, <laughs> I remember this is like this is old news but I remember I was on the train one time and uh, <laughs> I love this story that uh, I was on the train it was like late night home I'd done like yeah. a crazy late night in the office it was past oh well, not crazy like, it was past 11 I'm yeah. on the train home and um, there's this guy who's wearing like a, a Hillsong cap, like backwards. Mm. And um, he looks at this dude who's obviously Middle Eastern. And he just goes, God bless you, brother. And the guy just goes, God bless you. God bless you. <laughs> and this guy's, oh, you believe in God, eh? And just goes, yes, yes, I do, brother. <laughs> this guy's, but do you believe in Jesus Christ? <laughs> and he's like, uh, 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 yes. And he just goes, you believe Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior? And she goes, uh, 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 and then he realizes, he just goes, no, no. And he just oh. goes, you don't believe he's our Savior? He goes, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like sitting there behind going, is this happening? Man? <laughs> oh my God. That's some oh American shit, man. Dude, you didn't it was... expect that to happen in Australia. Right? Look, I try not to interpret yeah. things in terms of fake stories or like exaggerated narratives but I was like I'm living in a Seinfeld episode here yeah, was like, this, was a, this was a moment this was a moment remember that other chick uh, 
Maria Valley. Some I don't remember her name specifically, but she was one of the people that started that "I'll Ride with You" campaign. Do you remember that? No, I don't remember that. What's that? So there was a terrorist attack in Australia, the Lint Cafe thing. Oh, terrible! Yeah, that and then the next week after the thing, she said that this this Muslim woman came out and said how she was vilified on trains and buses, and then this guy came up to her and said, "You know what? I don't care what that people are saying about you and Muslims. I'll ride with you." And so that became oh, a yeah. hashtag. I do right? remember this shit? Yeah. <laughs> Only happened about two years later. The whole fucking story was a bunch of bullshit. No one fucking came up to her and said anything to her. She's really? like, "Yeah, I made it up." <laughs> <laughs> like what? Well, you know, there's 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 a lot of benefit. There's a lot of potential benefit. There's a lot of stock in making up fucking just bullshit stories. She's man. like, like she consults on policy for like governments and stuff like that in Australia. New South Wales government. She's actually part of the um. A campaign uh, violence against women in Australia. Did you oh, see yeah. that? She was actually one of the people that was talking about it. I don't know if you've seen the ads. Was oh, so like violence against women? Australia says no. Yeah, no, 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 no. This uh, is what? like that was the rational point oh, of domestic man. violence. This one was. Um, they're at, they're at a, um, a server. Like okay, they're in a restaurant, right? Yeah, this is the scene, I remember right? this one. Yeah. So imagine this, okay? They're in a they're in a restaurant, and there's a guy there, and like there's a few girls, and they're like all sort of sitting around the table talking, and um, she goes over and go girl comes over and goes. Would I like to take your order? He goes, yeah, you can take my order. I'd love to give that one. That's it. And then it's like, it goes, pause. It goes, are you going to say anything? And then no one says anything. And the guy just laughs to himself. He goes, that was hilarious. I'm like, what the oh, fuck? Oh, yeah. There's like the, the bigotry thing. It's like, oh, yeah. She became like a new VP of like some sort of, some department. And then, yeah. and then everyone's like, yeah, so it's like really good honor. And yeah. he's like, yeah, but she's a woman. And there's a like, pauses and it's I like is anyone going to say bad. anything it's like no one says anything it's like you need to say something it's like how is this domestic violence again well hold on yeah I was like, how do we get to this point <laughs> well, a, it's not domestic violence and b these scenarios ha- probably never happened to these writers no, not even once I did. these scenarios are totally didn't bullshit. happen this is oh it was so laughable i remember laughing yeah, i laughed at the ads i was just like what is this fucking april is it april 1st like is it april, it's april 1st, 1st bro. oh man so i mean after back to what up my week and after yeah. john mary concert went to uh your farewell party man yeah, yeah the other awesome. half of this podcast is going to be international from next week onwards worldwide worldwide he's going to be mr worldwide except he's not going to be bald and gay <laughs> pitbull <laughs> <laughs> i was trying to work who it is oh yeah pitbull's a gay world like yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Worldwide. mr worldwide <laughs> suck my dick man <laughs> i have to say when he came eric uh appeared at the uh party was wearing the John Mayer Vice City 1980s jacket. Oh, dude, I was pretty dressed 80s. I had like a baggy slacks. It was fucking, fucking cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I had like the full-on like mustard type color, or not mustard <laughs> color, but like yeah, it's like a, oh, like a cream white type. Bro, you stepped jacket, out of a man. fucking DeLorean. Yeah, I did look pretty <laughs> 80s. I don't know what it was. Like, I was like, I'm going to the John Mayer concert. And I'm like, yeah, I'm dressed pretty John Mayer. Yeah. Yeah, and everyone's like, what's with the fucking jacket? And I was just like, yeah, well, you know, i got a podcast now. So just be- hey, man, i got a podcast. He's going to wear a fucking shiny fucking silk 80s jacket, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you be questioning my fucking jacket, bitch. i got to be smooth as shit, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this just comes naturally. It comes with the podcast. Yeah. So did you enjoy the party, bro? Dude, it was so good. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. It, it's when you have a group of people, maybe it was like 12 plus people yeah. out of the people at the party. Who I really, really, really wanted to talk to. Yeah, I was like, oh my they're God. the best like, parties, man. And like, they're I just, the best parties. I was like, I just don't have enough time to talk to all the people I want to talk yeah, to. Yeah, not enough time for everyone. You're yeah, like, yeah, Barry's yeah. telling me stories, Chris, all these people just telling us stories. And I was like, man, this is sick, dude. Yeah, it was so much cool. fun. And then um, our old friend Rami, who's uh, you know, a bit of an activist. Yes. We had some pretty uh, pretty lively discussions. Yeah. But what pleased me about all that was. Well, I mean, it's your party. It's your going away. So this is such yeah. a good vibe. Yeah, no matter what vibe. we were saying, what everyone was saying, it was it was a good vibe. And that's the way we want to do it because, I mean, you're going to be away for like six months, man. I'm going to miss you, yeah, bro. Yeah, so um, like I said in a few previous episodes, I've um moving to Vietnam. I fly out in 12 to 14, 13 hours or so. So I've got to pack my bags after a podcast and uh, get along. Yeah, I mean, we're going to be recording through, you know, uh, internet channels. There'll be all sorts of uh, ways yeah. and means around it. Yeah. Well, you know, technology's great these days. It's pretty cool, man. <laughs> it's really cool these in days. In fact, I'm actually confident the quality is probably going to go up. So keep tuning in, boys and girls. Yes. It will get better. So, um, yeah, what so. else happened on your weekend? Yeah, so I also had my um, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu championship. Jiu-Jitsu me, baby. I <laughs> <laughs> um, had my competition in Jiu-Jitsu, um, which was 
experience to say the least so uh, i got fucking smashed eh? <laughs> oh man i was thinking man you smashed it you smashed the floor <laughs> no nah, it was That's good true. man it was fucking awesome though. yeah it's like yeah i um the thing was like you had to i was really focusing on making weight so i think i spoke in some previous episodes so i had to like keep my weight consistent mm. so i've been stressing about that like for a few weeks and then i got like on the weight and then um it was just so badly organized, man. It's all these Brazilians and just like running around. It did look all over the place. I was dude, like, what's going on, man? Like, It was just, frantic, yeah, dude. Yeah. It was frantic. The woman's coming up to me. She's like... There was just people everywhere. There was like organizers yeah. everywhere. I was like... But it looked pretty good. Like It, it was... Oh, good. no, the event was yeah, good. Was but, the, the, good. The, but behind the scenes, the uh, nuts and bolts behind the scene was bad. So I'm waiting there. I could up an hour early for my opponent. And she goes... The girl comes up to me and goes, Are you okay? And I'm like, Oh, yeah, yeah I'm here for, for you to fight. She's like, Okay. Uh, where's your opponent? I'm like, I don't know. I'm fighting him. How the fuck am I supposed where's to know? Where's your opponent? I'm thinking, well, shouldn't you have just like picked up a bomb off the street and just, look, man, I'll give you 20 bucks to pretend to be my opponent. I need to get to the quarterfinals at least. <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I don't know. And she kept like running around and asking me. I'm like, hey guys, look, I haven't really eaten in a while. Can you just let me get in the scales so I can work it up from fucking on weight? She's like, nah, nah. I need to wait for your opponent. So like, what's supposed to happen? You're supposed to weigh in and like an hour later you fight. Mm. Or 40 minutes later you fight. So the guy comes like two minutes before the fight. We run up to the scales. They weigh us. And then I had to fucking skull down like a Gatorade. So I, get, uh, I drank like three quarters of Gatorade. I was Gatorade. like, oh, oh, I got a drink. I saw I'm you hydrate. smashing a Gatorade. And I was like, are you nervous, man? You're like really drinking a lot of that No, Gatorade. I wasn't Gatorade. I was I fucking reach thirsty. As well because like the corner where you, you yeah. were, it was like yeah. two squads over. And yeah, like, yeah. It's like a section just for like the, I don't know. I call them squads. Yeah, yeah, but it was he, just groups of the competitors yeah, yeah. and I was like I can't reach you and I was like hey you look pretty nervous man like smashing that but it was just because you had no I wasn't nervous it's because yeah. I haven't drank liquid in 14 hours that's fucked <laughs> well I suppose the way it's organised <laughs> you see what I'm saying like it wasn't like the UFC like I'm not gonna go fucking weigh in like the next day I fight. yeah like I suppose the idea is that you're meant to fight it your natural way yeah and that's pretty healthy especially for amateurs you don't want well, amateurs doing the whole dehydration and coming no, but, but it's not like it's supposed to like that's how it works you wait and then you can have like a drink to hydrate that's how it's supposed to be exactly one hour yeah my two minutes is pretty fucked yeah because the guy was late so it's just like yeah whatever so then i came on and then i just got fucking manhandled but uh look it was a good experience and um the guy i fought was from fucking brazil okay mm-hmm. it's not fucking australian mm-hmm. jiu-jitsu it's brazilian jiu-jitsu right <laughs> he had a fucking brazilian passport and then his fucking cheer squad was like a bunch of brazilians and they were fucking yeah. speaking portuguese the whole time like i'll do this Dude, and yeah. do that and i'm like what the fuck i was like videotaping right next to the coach <laughs> yeah. and the coach was like calling out in portuguese and he's like he was even looking back like oh yeah and i was like <laughs> oi Where's Kane's mates? I was like yeah. looking around like, wait, who's with Kane, man? We need someone in Kane's yeah, corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like thinking, oh, what should I say? I was thinking, put him in a body bag, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, Johnny. And then I Sweep the leg. Sweep the leg. You got a problem with that? Sweep the leg. I was like, oh, man, I don't know anything about jujitsu. I'm like, I could just do Karate Kid references. I was like, nah, I'll just Nah, I was you. good you did. Yeah. I was just thinking about it, like, what should I say? Should I make yeah. you laugh? I'm like, nah, this is definitely yeah. not the place. I've said a lot of inappropriate things at inappropriate times, but I was like, I'm not going to make you laugh while yeah. some guy's fucking got his knee on your chest. Yeah, that was, I, I would have actually laughed. Yeah. If you said, get him in the body bag, Johnny, I would have cracked up. Oh, man. I, Even, I could still hear things. You know, I was still yeah. focusing, but... um, Part of me wishes I did, but part of me is I'm glad I didn't. Nah, it's kind of good you did. <laughs> but um, yeah, look, it was still still did um well to get through that, um, but I'm going to compete again in two months when I'm over in Vietnam, and... um. Yeah, the journey continues, man. It was still still a lot of fun. Yeah, man. Hey, look, dude, that, that's what it is, man. You, know, you do these tournament experiences when everyone else is also training as hard as humanly possible to compete against each other, to, you know, destroy yeah. each other. So it can't be helped that, you know, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. That's you true. Know? And, and, you know, 10 months is a good amount of time, but it's not that long a time as well. No. Like, you know, oh. It's also it's also good, man, because you understand the intensity was like he when I was killed, be killed once you get in there and it's like moving around, mm. um, and then just dealing with adrenaline. Like I was thinking like ten things at once That's and right. not be able to like focus on it. So you know you got to you got to pressure tell pressure test yourself in those scenarios, and um, it's all part of the process, man. Yeah. Like a uh, funny thing was I came back to Juicy today, and like I'm not big upping myself, like I'm some like some pro or something. Yeah. But because I've been cutting weight all this time, but like the last few weeks have been really tired and run down. Mm. I came back to that like after the fight yesterday. I had a mad feed, some drinks, yeah. ate macas twice because I've been like oh, so. I mean, I've been a samurai for like six weeks, right? Yeah, ate a bunch of shit, 
I had a good sleep. I wanted you just to say I fucking smashed everyone. Nice. Like I just, but it was so easy because I was like, oh, I've got all this cardio and all this endless energy. Mm. So like now I've kind of learned that okay, maybe it's best just to keep the weight it was. Yeah. Fight bigger people, but at least I'll have all my energy and attributes. Yeah. Because I was really tired. Like I only fought for like a minute and a half. I was like, I'm getting tired here. Already. It, could, it could be the case you were, you were you were weight I drained too much. So it wasn't your natural fighting weight. Seven so maybe seventy five kilos is just not your weight. Plus like like I said like I couldn't fucking dr- I drank like three liters of uh, three quarters of a bottle of, of Gatorade in like 10 seconds and then four 10 seconds later yeah, yeah it's part it's part of the tournament experience just getting used to the timing yeah, of all yeah. these things and just getting oh, used next to time. it yeah it's a good experience man you'll just get better ah, cheers man alright guys so now it's time for your favourite segment ultimate fucking championship breakdown Champion. breakdown 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 and we got for today is Corum fucking McGregor fuck the Mayweather's <laughs> fuck the Mayweather's and give me I've got one thing to say I'm shit at fighting. <laughs> <laughs> I got one thing to say. I was good at fighting six years ago. Now I fucking don't do shit. <laughs> I don't know, man. If he doesn't have mixed martial arts, then he's just a professional shit talker, man. Like, what What does this guy have left there? Like, I used to be scared. Like, I'll be, I still would be scared of him, obviously, in a, in, if I saw him face to face. Bro, I'd be scared of nearly any UFC fight. But what I mean is, yeah. he had an aura of fear. Like, everything he said would happen. He'd be like, he would do none of those things. I'm going to knock him out. I'm going to knock him out. And you, he does. He just fucks people he up. He was, yeah. And then all of a sudden, he keeps saying shit and just well, keeps losing. Well, you know what, what it is, man? It's like, all the skill level got replaced all the shit talking and all the training just fed like he's still trained but he's not he's not the same intensity mm. he's got he won both belts he went got a hundred million dollars off off Mayweather for a boxing match was a farce yeah and he's like oh I don't really have to fight him I'll just talk shit but like whereas the rest of the competitors have been like actively training and exactly. planning to be I'm hungry you know what I mean yeah exactly you know, it's like a fight that's hungry if they're hungry they're not gonna wanna kill it you know what I mean yeah I mean with that Khabib fight you know yeah that's what we were thinking. It's like, hang on, he hasn't been training this in a while. He's just yeah. been like doing publicity, the boxing thing. He made mm. a fuckload of money. He's been spending the money, um, and then it just goes to show. Look at that. The who trained harder? Whose game plan? You know, yeah. went through. Like, Khabib well, didn't even have to go to Plan B, man. He's his Plan A went straight as he expected. Yeah, it, was it did. Crazy. And, and the other thing that he did um, as well, Eric was it, McGregor's even come out now and acknowledged that he didn't actually like. He wasn't focused. His eye wasn't the prize. He's like, he was drunk and was sitting on a table on Pan Patrick's Day. He was like, I wasn't like focused and ready. And like, now I'm focused and now I'm going to do it. And I'm going to get him this time. I'm going to get him. And it's like, it's like, oh man, like, where were you a year ago, bro? What was that? What was bro, that? Because you can't man? take it back. Every time you get fucking choked down and smashed, you just can't. His prestige has dropped. Uh, it's, it's irretrievable, actually. To be honest, he'll never have the same prestige he had. I wonder if he was Unless he truly aware. It. Unless he actually can avenge it. It's pretty unlikely. He could avenge it, but even then, like, He's never. I wonder if he's really mm. understood that um, that prestige that he was spending with some of these losses that still led to big payouts, like against Mayweather. It's it's her. It's it's permanently no, he, being spent. No, he knows it's a currency that's being look, spent permanently. Okay, so here's here's the here's the scales, right? Scales are skewed, as in Conor Conor McGregor's celebrity is the highest ever been, but his stock as a fighter is like the lowest it's been ever. Because mm, he's mm. like you know, you and I people that enjoy fighting are like. I don't really care about watching McGregor fight at the moment. Yeah, I'm, I really I'm don't care. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. just do whatever you got to do, man. So the point of like, uh, what we're talking about McGregor again is that he announced his retirement. So I'll just read exactly what he said. Yeah. So this is his tweet. Hey, guys, quick announcement. Like, this is your retirement tweet, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, quick announcement. I've decided to retire from the sport formerly known as mixed martial art today. I wish all my old colleagues well going forward in competition. I now join my former partners on this venture, already in retirement. Pina Colada's on me, fellas. That's it. Hmm. Does that sound like a retirement tweet to you? It sounds like he's going to go into some other fight game of some kind. Mm, okay, so sorry, just give you some more context as to to this as well, Eric. So yeah. I get that could be that, but like he's decided to retire before. Yeah. So 2016 said that he this tweet was 2016 tweet. I've decided to retire young. Thanks for the cheese. Catch you later. And what happened was he had a, f- um, he was gonna rematch against um, what's the guy's name? Diaz. Diaz. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He was gonna rematch Nate. against Diaz. Nate Diaz. And he decided that he um, didn't want to do the media obligation, so he put this out as, as a bargaining tactic. Yeah. So what's happened is the he was gonna fight some other guy. But it wasn't gonna be wasn't be a main event. Yeah. Because now all the main events I wanted to be as championship fights. So the UFC said, nah. If you're if you're not gonna accept that, 
as not being a main event because you only get you don't get pay point pay point pay points right yeah so McGregor's just gone all right then I'll retire oh, so he's using like, it as a bargaining tool so he's he's just he's playing the business game this is part of playing the deal the business game as I'm deal. saying that's what I said to you does this retirement tweet sound like hey guys quick retirement quick announcement I'm just retiring like it's well it kind of sounds like until such time that they give him a good offer he's gonna do something else like fucking kickboxing or something or drink whiskey and talk shit sell his fucking shit yeah. whiskey so anyway so so apart from that right he announced this and then guess what the next day story came out um, from the New York Times um, citing four people familiar with an investigation going on that McGregor is um, allegedly accused of sexually assaulting a woman in December <laughs> yeah in December so apparently this story's been floating around as a rumour yeah um, and now they're saying that they're looking at a potential arrest but it hasn't been actually formalised yet well it says he was arrested in January oh that was previously no no he was arrested but not charged ah, yeah. yeah yeah that was the difference um, so the thing is though right this tweet came a day before this announcement so it looks like it's all a little bit of like a smoke I need to take a break too. to deal with my legal issues yeah you know what I mean and fuck the Mayweather's and fuck the Mayweather's so it looks like yeah that's his bit, bit of a plan you know what I mean oh, fair enough fair enough mm. Well, that's ultimate fucking championship news. Ultimate fucking championship. Fuck me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in other news, in other news, uh, in case you don't know the story of Jussie Smollett, Jussie Smollett is the um, well-known, now worldwide infamous uh, supporting actor in the uh, TV show Empire. It's a cable TV show. Uh, he was accused of allegedly faking a hate crime against yep. himself he was arrested by the chicago police there was a stack of evidence against him i mean they had you know phone records between him and the two brothers they realized Wait, they just just hold back one step eric so what exactly happened what was what was actually that he oh the yeah sorry yeah to, to give more context around that um he was out at 2 a.m during a polar vortex one of the coldest nights in Chicago. It was the coldest season they've had in Chicago yes, in like yes. 50 years or it something. It was, I think, at least minus nine degrees. Yeah. And uh, the official story, his official story, is that he went out to get a Subway sandwich. Um, <laughs> at 2 a.m., which yeah, is fine. No, no, that's fine. No, yeah, sometimes, that's yeah, you get a hanker for some healthy hungry, eats, man. Yeah, yeah. What turkey healthy sub, man? Eats. I love yeah. turkey in my mouth. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, according to Jesse Smollett, he then is later accosted by these two men in red MAGA hats who shout hey yo empire <laughs> and they walk over to him a fight uh, you know a fight breaks, breaks out. out yep uh, they, they douse him in bleach they put a noose around his neck and shout this is MAGA country faggot <laughs> and I was like I mean just all sorts of things and, that they're, just... and they're wearing red um, make America great again hats yeah. and yeah. in Chicago the most democratic black state in America I mean, there's so many things that are hard to believe about that. First is, you got MAGA-type rednecks. Do they watch Empire? I mean, that's hard to believe already. And why are they in Chicago? Why are they in Chicago? And, and why are they walking around with a noose? And why are they walking around with bleach? <laughs> you know, there's not... You'll put it this way, right? Especially in an urban environment, there's not that many people who even know how to tie a noose anymore. Like, mm. seriously. Mm. Anyway, one of the funniest things, I mean, we've already gone through this in previous episodes, so you guys should look it up for yourselves. But one of the funniest parts of that was when they found the CCTV footage, he's walking out of the, <laughs> he walks out of the scene, then he walks allegedly yeah. after the fight, and he's still holding his fucking sandwich, and he's got a noose around his neck, and he's just walking calmly, like, so wait a minute, he has this fight, he gets covered in bleach, he fucking gets beat the beat shit up, out, yeah. <laughs> but he holds onto that sandwich, man. I mean, that's just so funny. <laughs> <laughs> he walked in and he kept the noose on and then the sandwich he walked back to his apartment and then he's eating the sandwich <laughs> so he, he, he eats a sandwich questions. he eats the sandwich with a noose around his neck waits 45 minutes and then calls the cops and you're like there's just so many holes in this story yeah man anyway I fully expected him to go to jail there's a wealth of evidence against him we've gone through this previously but what's recently happened is the Cook County State's Attorney have dropped the charges against Jussie Smollett on the 26th of March. He's only been ordered to do two days of community service and relinquish his $10,000 bond, which is what he paid to get out of jail. And he was charged with 16 count 16 count felonies. Exactly. I mean, this is proper jail time. Like He's wasted hundreds, if not thousands, of police hours. He's, he's mm. literally wasted hundreds of thousands of government money. I mean, what he's done, what, he, what the strong evidence suggests he's done, is a serious crime, and it's just... This story actually kind of put me in a bit of anger here. So this all occurred after Tina Chen, mm. the former chief of staff to the, to the previous first lady, 
Michelle Obama. She texted Kim Fox, who's Chicago's top prosecutor, who was in charge of the whole prosecution and investigation, to discuss concerns over the investigation on behalf of Smollett's family, who she knew very well. Mm. Okay. Shortly thereafter, Kim Fox recused herself from the investigation, and the first assistant state's attorney, Joseph Maggots, took over. Shortly after that, they do this alternative punishment where he does practically no time. No time. He does two days of community service and just yeah. loses his 10k bond. And I mean, all of this seems to be the fact uh, related to the fact that Smollett and his family know the Obamas. Mm. And I go, this just stinks of corruption. Yeah, like this is so obvious corruption. Yeah, you got all these lefties raging about privilege and i go guys isn't this an obvious disgusting display of privilege Mm. who else would have got out of this who else has someone who used to be a chief of staff to one of the most powerful people in the world Mm. and just go oh you know like there's some concerns over the investigation and you know can we like have a chat about this and then a couple days later what no 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 charges no 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 uh, conviction sorry guys like you know it doesn't matter whether the person's on the left or the right what race they are who they are Mm stuff like this this is corruption and you need to fight yeah. that or you need to speak out against that no matter who it is and it's just disgusting i mean yeah this is the this is what they all different people keep talking about privilege man this mm. is a privilege of being a hollywood celebrity having a lot of money and also nepotism of knowing um having connections with obama's family yeah, and right. using using those for leverage against for his own case like it's absolutely just mind-boggling how this guy got away with this. I can't. I can't. I just don't understand how what happened. Like, what happened? Well, what I don't get. What I don't get what is. Happened? Well, I don't know exactly. Well, the FBI apparently are going to launching an investigation into it because something. It's not above board. It's so obvious, right? This is not above board. What's happened here? And um, I fully expect that the FBI will will uncover Maybe. something. There'll be some. I'm um, someone's going to. If, if not Justice Smollett, Kim Fox is going to get something from this because yeah. this is so. It's so obvious. There's some form of. It's some form of corruption is going on. Oh, this, the system has been um, subverted. It's yeah, been it's been gamed. It's been gamed. It's been game, man. And um, what I don't understand though is CNN and you know the other um, progressive leaning media are actually happy about this. They've changed their tune. They went from assuming the facts to now, oh, we're also confused. We don't know what's going on. Yeah. You know, you guys know what's going on. It's just that you want to protect your people, and this is this idea I've been talking about. They protect the side. Yeah, and not just that. It's the idea that people don't care about the principle of something anymore or the core value of something. It's all about the ideology. It's like, well, mm. this guy's pro-progressiveness. He speaks out about uh, oppressed minorities or people who are abused like gay people and uh, and um, ethnic minorities, etc. And so it doesn't matter that he did something horrendous. Mm. People still don't want him to get punished because of the intention or something like that, you know? What? I don't know. But, but, but the principle should be this. What do you mean the intention? The intention is he, he staged a fake hate crime. Oh, but the intention of someone's life work, you know, like, oh, but, you know, he's always spoken out against racism, whatever, right? No, no, but, but he's literally a vehicle for creating fake race hatred. Like oh, this, that's the truth, this, yeah. This, this, when this all dropped originally, people on Twitter and on left and right were going nuts, man. Oh, they were yeah. going, oh, this is a symptom of Donald Trump's America. Of where it's well of the, of the political pitch still, where we oh are. Oh my god, they can still play and blame Donald Trump. This is like a pure Democrat side, left wing side. It is incident. Well, what I was getting at was that because he's a progressive guy, <laughs> then then the the idea that straight out corruption has occurred doesn't seem to be bothering anybody. A lot of people yeah. are just unfazed by this. Like, I mean, if you heard about this happening to some white dude who was like faking, trying to make ethnics look bad to stoke racism. Mm. How would the media feel about that? And how would you as a person out there feel about that? Well, it, it'd be a modern-day <clears throat> lynching. Yeah, it'd be a real modern-day lynching. A real modern-day lynching. Yeah, yeah. It That's would what be. it is, though. That's what would happen. And I don't know, man. I just think that people so quick to forget the core value or the principle of something mm-hmm. and just view everything from a lens of ideology. And that's why key principles that we hold dear, like free speech, are being subverted or they're being cast aside. People talk about all sorts of stuff like... Fraser Anning, for example, if you don't know Fraser Anning, he's that idiot senator from Queensland. In the wake of the Christchurch shooting, we we covered this. Wrote a terrible letter that was it's it was clearly prejudiced kind of letter. I mean, it was yeah. it was basically um, applying collective guilt to another group of people. Yeah, it, it was basically implying collective guilt. And for a guy who says he's anti PC, anti SJW, he doesn't understand. How can he not understand? He just committed the same sin that they do. The whole yeah. collective guilt thing, yeah, the white bad. guilt thing, but he's saying the Muslim guilt thing fucking idiot but anyway this talks about changing the legislation so they can remove him from his job quicker and i'm thinking 
So you want to subvert democracy because you don't like what he said? Why don't you let democracy do its thing? Mm. He said something extremely stupid. Mm. He un he unveiled his prejudices. Yep. The next election, he's going to get slaughtered. Mm. And that's it. Yeah, I think it's also the kind of a symptomatic part of cancel culture as well, though. Yeah. yeah this is right. this is the technology and internet generation where if, say, something happened, like a terrorist attack happened and Fraser and he released some letter, you'd see it on Channel 7, Channel 9, Channel 10 News, maybe in the paper, and that's the end of it. Mm-hmm. But now, because it's all over the internet, people are making memes about that egg boy dude and all that different stuff happened, right? Oh, fucking egg boy. Everyone signs together and goes, hey, we need to cancel this person. It's like, why do you want to change laws and fuck things up because you're basically upset about something? Exactly. For a few days. It's basically saying, oh, we should just cancel democracy yeah. or at least some aspect of it because we didn't like what he said. Yeah. And then they want to praise Egg Boy. I mean, I think we, we've gone We've already talked about this yeah. aspect. But look, the, the main thing is, yeah, like why... Why why are we why are we going through this man? I don't, well, I, I don't understand how this this guy got away with this thing, man. It reminds me of as well uh, about the Bill Clinton thing. So Hillary Clinton, the whole email scandal, and she was supposed to get charged with um, what destroying and yeah. disseminating evidence and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, Bill Clinton got into an airplane with the head of the Department of Justice. Yeah. And allegedly they're on this airplane because it's the best, most conspicuous place to airplane. There could be no recording equipment and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And apparently they talked about golf and grandkids for 45 minutes. And then two weeks later, Hillary Clinton, Clinton gets off all the charges. So it's like, what the fuck is this, man? It's another, well, you know, another issue of nepotism and power, man. Well, you know, it's just, I mean, uh, it is the, the idea that politics is pretty dirty game. I think I would just want people to be more even-handed in their assessment of... of, of yeah, of of current events or any events, you know, it's like you shouldn't be less yeah. annoyed because or less angry that that because that was Bill Clinton mm. than if you heard Trump did that. Because yeah. I know there's a lot of people out there that yeah, go, exactly. "Oh, Trump, look, just another example of this hellhole we're living in." And you're like, you know, what? Trump is this perfect person or like oh, some look, sort yeah, of he acts like some a sort dick. Of, it's so obvious. He's a dickhead. Yeah, yeah, he's a dickhead. He's a dickhead. But it doesn't mean that everything does is bad. It doesn't yeah. mean. I mean this is what I was saying like let's look at his policies forget about the rhetoric everyone speaks rhetoric and you can't really apply the general populace's actions to yeah. a certain rhetoric most of the time yeah um, if you really want to if you really want to discredit somebody we have to look at policy we have mm. to look at okay like for example the wall this is the obvious one right they go oh, wall it's because of racism it's just a symbol of Trump's white supremacist America and all this stuff. I'm like, actually, it's more of a symbol of the sovereignty of a country that allows, that is, has every right, every right to set its own immigration policy. Yeah. No one gets to just come in without that country collectively deciding whether they're allowed to or not. Yeah. Even though morally we should have some compassion for people escaping in oppression, but a country still gets to decide. Hence the wall. Now, if you think the wall is not effective, or you think it's a waste of money, or it's stupid, then that's something you can discuss. Let's de- let's debate that policy. Like, okay, mm. why would a wall not be a good idea? Mm. But why would you try to attribute like morals to it all the time? Like, everything is not always assessed in a moral sense. And then there's all there's this huge misunderstanding from people on when they when they talk about laws or when they talk about government policy like this is that not everything legal is moral, and not everything moral is legal. So we've got to stop trying to frame every policy event or every government action yeah. in this idea of, is it moral versus immoral? I mean, that is important. I mean, the, if something's immoral, we should speak out against it. But, it, you know, there's a lot of things that happen in the world. Yeah, now. but it's not just about moral slash immoral. It's about which which side am I on, which tribalistic side am I on, and how can I score points against the enemy? You know, it's not it's not thinking about what, what it really means or what, what it actually stands for. Like, you know, a wall is, is symbolic of what it is more than just a thing to keep people out, you know what I mean, or keep people in. Yeah. It's also a symbol to say, hey, this is our land, this is our bordered area that we're trying to keep safe or protect from different things. Don't cross it. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's 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 one argument though, but but the but the whole thing I see about what you're saying as well is it's more just about people signaling to their side like, hey, you know what? Fuck this guy. I don't know why, but fuck him. Yeah. Everyone else doesn't like him. You guys don't like him. Okay. He must be bad. Everything must everything he does must be bad. We must view it from a lens that he's bad. Yeah, exactly. It's like can't we can't we get back to a time? I'm not sure if it ever really existed, but can't we move towards a time when we assess policies on merit and not on some sort of group label 
And I, I, I just don't understand why this kind of attitude is starting to bleed into Australia a little bit. Mm. Which is funny because both parties here are windsocks. I mean, I don't know if you've noticed that, but it's it, like... It's essentially the same party. They just blow with the prevailing wind, except one panders to unions a lot more than the other one. And liberal, the liberal party tends to just sort of pander towards um, business owners, which, to be fair, by extension, means the economy generally does better under the yeah. liberal party, generally. But I wouldn't always credit them with great economic... Uh, management. This is a segue, but you know, one clear example is the mining boom did not happen because of the Liberal Party, even though John Howard presided over the peak of it. It's actually the labor policies that were put in place beforehand, the deals that opened up China. That is mm. clearly the reason. This isn't one of those ones where people are always trying to claim credit for each other's work. There's an obvious causation of their policy to open up China and the mining boom. Mm. And then John Howard came in during the boom and he gets all the credit for it. Mm. It's one of the, for me, that's one of the great historical misinterpretations that I'm always in terms of Australian politics I'm always trying to correct there it's like guys the Liberal Party did not engineer the mining boom Mm. they got to preside over it lucky them Mm. yeah no look it's very true Uh, and going back to where we're we're moving with this with this topic you know it's left and right politics is becoming more of a thing here but I wouldn't say it's left and right it's more just like that's morally wrong or morally right like it's not even like about liberal or labor anymore mm. it's about hey this is these are collective shared beliefs of things that we think are just reprehensible let's cancel that thing you know what yeah. i mean cancel culture it's cancel culture and the, and the problem is this this new age the new like neo enlightenment interpretation of morals which is that well basically we can just change what isn't isn't that's right what i'm saying like people spread online and they're in an echo chamber and they go oh this is what we think yeah it's like the Jesse Smollett thing. I really found it fascinating how that transpired over Twitter because it first came, like, before I saw from... Because on Twitter, I follow a bunch of left and right and centrist people. I don't... I have a mix of eclectic different, like, political spectrum, so I can kind of get both sides. I'm like, oh, trying to, yeah, just, you're trying to get your finger on the pulse. I'm yeah. trying to see everything from both sides because if you just follow one side on Twitter, you're going to see one side and you just follow the other one and you see the other one and you're like, you don't get the whole thing. Mm. It was funny because like, what I saw and this is a generalization of, of the left was first like oh this guy's like he's a hero we need to support him when it was all like first came out yeah. to the second part saying oh I kind of doubt his story mm. the third part was oh he's guilty yeah. fuck this guy cancel just smile it right yeah. but then after that there was a few different people that started to play into like disinformation I was just like you know what well the police this little inaccuracy looks a bit weird here maybe he didn't do it and you know what Racist black racist cops are so prevalent in Chicago, and they got a massive murder rate. Maybe they just set him up. Yeah, this is a setup. And all these other celebrities started to say the oh, same thing. Yeah, it's like thing. a setup. Yeah, racist cops. That like majority black police force in Chicago. It's all fucking oh racist my God, cops, man. <laughs> and that's the thing. <laughs> but that's that's what I saw, right? Them cops are racist. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, but then it transpired from that. You know, saying, oh, maybe he didn't do it. And like, oh, maybe it's a setup. And then now it's all been dropped and everyone's like, oh, well, guess it was all. He was just innocent the whole time. It's like, whoa, hold on a second. How did he get away with all this shit? I'm scratching my head. Look, but what one thing I do know, though, is if he doesn't go to jail, how can he be the gay Tupac? <laughs> I mean, he told me he fought the fuck I back. fought the fuck back. The most important thing is I fought the fuck back. I'm the gay Tupac. I'm the gay Tupac. Yeah. Yeah. Small <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, fuck yeah. that cunt. Yeah. I think he'll get his just desserts, man. I think it'll happen in the end. Oh, what about Empire? So his show he's on is just like welcoming back with open arms. Like, yep, can't wait to see you back on set, yeah, guys. Wink. And you're like, wow, you guys just love to revel in injustice when it's your side. Well, yeah. nothing ever happened. Let's just move on. Just disgusting. Just disgusting. Uh, but on the same theme of disgusting news, Kane. Yes. So, oh, this one um, perplexed me. I still am shaking my head as I'm talking about this. So, this topic's about surviving Cardi B. The B <laughs> The B stands for benzodiazepines. <laughs> <laughs> you like Xanax? How about ten of them? <laughs> oh shit! I can't the B move. B stands for she should be on the. <laughs> oh well. Um, so Cardi B, we all know who Cardi B is. 
So mm-hmm. earlier this month, she released an old Instagram live session. Um, got sorry, it got resurfaced, where basically she talked about how when she was a stripper, so she used to be a stripper and also a sex worker, um, and she used to convince clients to come back to the room, whatever, and then she used to drug them and rob them. Hmm. Is I, that, b- I believe that's a crime. Yeah. No, it doesn't sound at all like very criminal, does it? Yeah. No. So. This is what she had to say about it, right? So, she was saying, I had to go strip. I had to go. Oh, yeah, you want to fuck me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go to this hotel. And I drugged niggas up. And I robbed them. That's what I used to do. That's what she just said. This is a quote. Um, <laughs> and she said, then she said, nothing was motherfucking handed to me, my nigger. Nothing. Nothing. Oh, my God, man. Oh, um, so, then... You know, after those comments, she got like some social media backlash, um, and then she's talked about how she had limited options, and then the men she spoke oh, about. She, and, played, she played the whole "I'm from the hood, I had no choice." I had no choice, man. I was Narrative. from the hood, oh, man. God. So I wanted to read her. So this all came out right, and people were like, "Whoa, whoa this is super like me too ish. This is pretty rapey. Like mm-hmm. it might not be physical rape." But drugging and robbing people is super fucked up. Well, look, if you, she brings people, she's bringing all these men back to a hotel. She's drugging them and raping them. She's a straight up criminal. I mean, let's she's a criminal. Forget, let's forget race. Let's forget gender. She's a criminal. Someone is drugged and robbed when they thought they were about to enter in some sort of consensual, you know, sexual Relations. interaction relation. It's a fucking crime, man. It's, it's a crime. It's, it's <laughs> but then she, this is how she played it off, right? She, so. She's got a tweet here. It says the tweet. All I can do now is be a better me for myself, my family, and my future. And this is what it says. So I'm seeing an old social media that I, that a live I did three years ago has popped back up. A live where I talked about things I had done in my past right or wrong that I felt I needed to do to make a living. I never claim to be perfect or come from a perfect world with a perfect past. I always speak my truth. I always own my shit. I'm a part of a hip-hop culture where you can talk about where you come from, talk about the wrong things you have done to get where you are. There are rappers that glorify murder, violence, drugs, and robbing, crimes they feel that had to do more, had to do in order to survive. I never glorify the things I brought up then brought up in that lo- that live. I never ever put those things in my music because I'm I'm not proud of it and feel a responsibility not to glorify it. I made the choices that I did at the time because I had a very limited options. I was blessed to have been able to rise above that. Blah, 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 blah. You get the point. Okay, what sort of fucking answer is this? And she's just like, yep, so that's my response. And she doesn't even apologize, right? Basically, she's not really sorry. No. She just thinks, well, she just thinks, no, she hasn't victimized anybody. This is just what she had to do because she was poor. It's like, well, actually, no. No, the hood didn't force you to get your titties out, lie to people, and rob them, and, you know, drug them. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the it's actually still even though you know she's pretty self determined in terms of her music career and whatever to mm. to make herself make something out of herself. It's still back to the whole victim mentality. It's like it saying is. you had no choice but to do the wrong thing. Actually, making good choices costs you nothing. Yeah, it's it, making the right choice costs you nothing. I mean, do strippers make so little money that you actually have to drug and rob people anyway? Once you've chosen to get your titties out. I'm pretty sure you make some pretty good money. I mean, mm. she's got a pretty rocking body, right? I'm mean, like, yeah. What's up, Cardi B? If you didn't sing, I'd like you a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she man, I've been watching Mad Men. I've been just thinking, anytime I have like some plainly incorrect thoughts, I just hear it in like the Mad Men voices. Like, you know, Cardi B, I would like you a lot more if you didn't say anything. <laughs> just get your titties out for me. <laughs> I'm like, I've just got into Mad Men. Where like, <laughs> That's kind, that is kind of a job, though. Well, it is. Her that job. was her job. That was a job, and I bet you she got paid really good for it. Mm. You know, there's people out there like raising kids, just working two jobs, like working at a bar or like working as a waitress. You know, they're doing it tough because they're doing it the right way. They're doing it the moral or ethical way, or doing it a way where they don't sacrifice their own dignity or they don't break the law. All right, and there's people. You know what I don't understand but she, about but this. But there's awful power too. If she wants to be a stripper, that's fine. No, being a stripper is fine. That's, there's no, there's but, nothing but wrong with that. Using don't that pretend way to you had to. 
Like, wh- what is the context of had to? What did someone put a gun to your head, or was the the well, choice she between she was saying because the world's so fucked up? She had oh, the to do wor- this. the world is so fucked up. Yeah. So what? She was gonna starve to death if she didn't strip. You know what really pisses me off about all this is that people who come from a country, even if you're in a poor area of America, that is a huge world away from living in the third world, yeah. living in the Africa, the Middle East, yeah. or third world, say Southeast Asia, where I'm from. Okay. Mm. And we still expect them as a society as a whole to live morally and make good decisions. Yeah. We don't expect Africa to erupt. I mean, it does sometimes. It does. We don't expect them to erupt and say, well, we had no choice but to victimize everybody. And then maybe we'll just form like a, a new age, you know, Nazi party, you know, because they had no choice. Because objectively, they're so much poorer than you. They're 10 times poorer than you. Yeah. Okay. So do they have the right to do so much wrong to others and tell everybody they had no choice? What is this need, this word need that gets thrown around when it's really just want? Yeah, exactly. I know that there are things they're lacking growing up. I wouldn't, I don't claim to understand what it's like coming up in sort of, you know, the hood or whatever you call it, you know? Mm. But I I do know that there are people from much worse places making much better decisions. Mm. And that's what pisses me off about that. The whole idea is she's, she's a self-made woman. You know, all her money is self-made. So I applaud her for that. Yeah, but she still has a weird victim mentality. Yeah, she has a really weird victim mentality. And that doesn't make any sense. Like, But it's also kind of playing into her power to say, I'm a victim. This is how I'm going to get out of this. She's doing it right now. Every time she's had other like little things that happen in the media, which are not worthwhile for anyone even learning about or looking up, right? This is some serious shit. She's used the same response all the time. Like, I'm a victim, you know? I'm just a black woman in America. I'm a black Latina woman. And I was a stripper and everything was so hard. And then, you know, I'm just living and shit. It's like, yeah, yeah, we get that you had a hard life. There's hard things that happen to you. But you're also doing fucked up shit. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's a crime. And look, if this was a dude, can you imagine the uproar? All right, let's imagine white male. It's like, oh, insert white male. It's like, oh, uh, yeah. Game. Imagine, yeah. Just, just imagine for a second, some dude from like some small town in America was all white people. It was like, I grew up in a shit town where everyone had nothing. There's plenty of white towns like that too, and he just goes, well, I had no choice but to seduce rich ethnic women or just rich women, and and then drug them and take their jewelry and shit. I had no choice. That's totally normal. I had no choice. When you like, let, let's just take even race out of the picture. Just change it to male. Just change the male versus woman. Like, uh, oh, come on, man. It's just disgusting. And look, and this is the thing that she's. This is okay. This is what Cardi B then said. All right. So Cardi B has defended herself by saying the men she drugged and robbed were conscious, willing, and aware. <laughs> so, hmm. hang on. How are you conscious, willing, and aware to be like, hey, hey, Cardi, can you put some Xanax and make me go to sleep so you can rob me? Yeah. What do, what, what do they have? <laughs> they have like some kind of like. Xanax and um, robbery fetish. It's like, you know what I want to do? I want to get drugged, not have sex with you, and wake up penniless. I mean, that's what I want. I mean, I mean, if you can imagine it, it probably happens. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Cardi, you know how you want to have sex? Yeah, yeah. So let's go back to the hotel. You slip a whole bunch of fucking drugs in me, and then rob me, and then no sex happens. Yeah, yeah let's do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll tell you, want to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, all I could say is she's clearly put herself in the top running alongside Jussie Smollett for Super Genius of the Millennium Award. I'm a super genius because I rap people to survive, and that's totally normal. <laughs> Thank you for presenting me with the Super Genius of the Millennium Award. <laughs> but one thing I have to also say about this is that she got, like, she won the fucking Grammy, okay, for Album of the Year. Well, when did she get that, though? That was a few weeks ago. Okay. And do you know who she beat? So she beat um, Mac Miller. Really? Mac Miller, as you know, died this year. And his rest album was... Yeah, rest in peace. I listened to his album. It was actually really, really good too. So, and then her album was just like trashy pop hits. And is this, I think it might, like, look, I can't speculate as to why. You know, it might be because, you know, he's a white male rapper and she's a black woman rapper and she's the first woman to be, win, a, win an album of the year like a w- rap album oh, of the year man. type thing as well that's the world we're living in then she's also sponsored by Pepsi mm. she's also on Snapchat stories every day I've got family members that love her I've got friends and other people that think she's amazing it's like 
this woman is fucking horrible. And the thing is, she's not losing any endorsements, right? So Damien Scott, the editor-in-chief and vice president of content development of um, Complex. Mm. So Complex is a hip-hop um, magazine. Okay. But it's also like a culture culture thing as well. They've got like over 10 million subs on YouTube. Really Sweet. popular. So this is the editor-in-chief. This is what he had to say. Um, the difference here is that in... Um, difference here with Cardi B is remembering the crimes she committed in her very formidable years and while they are crimes to me they're not on the degree of criminality as raping somebody she claims she would drug men and rob them is that bad extremely bad however on the scale of what's acceptable on rap and what is being acceptable on rap to me that's on some tame side so he's this is the editor-in-chief at one of the most influential hip-hop magazines which 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 curtails the culture as to what happens in these events but, sorry but he's he's clearly drawing some sort of false parallel here what what is he saying what's acceptable in rap and what has been acceptable in rap the crimes they commit has never been acceptable yeah what they talk about it's always been acceptable to have explicit lyrics and it yeah. kind of implies that they yeah. may or may not have done these things yeah but it's never been acceptable to say yes it is a good thing for you to go out and murder your rivals. It is a good thing for you to rape a whole bunch of people. No. When when has that ever been seen no, as acceptable? They, they talk about a whole bunch of bad shit in their lyrics. But she's admitting to drug and He even says extremely bad, however. Why are you trying to qualify this? It's extremely bad, period. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, so this, this is that's what I'm saying. This this person has the keys, I would say, you know what I mean, to, to set a narrative. And he's downplaying it. Like, hello... Guys, come on. We've been talking about Me Too movements. We've been talking about cancel culture, all these different aspects. But because they're seeing someone come up and rise up, you know, once again, this is a whole side thing. It's like, well, we want this person to succeed. So we have to kind of just downplay this thing. It's like, well, no, you committed a bunch of fucking crimes. Exactly. Yeah. And this is, this, this, and you got to, I think another thing is what people need to take away is like, yeah, okay, we talked about uh, Michael Jackson before, we talked about R. Kelly, we talked about different people needing to like, not be arbiters of morals in society or be this person that put up on a pedestal, mm. but they still have an influence as to things, the things they do. When you have someone actively admitting to crimes and doing this stuff, they're a role model that's out there for people to go, okay, well, if I'm struggling and things are going bad, then I'll just commit a bunch of crimes and fucking drug a bunch of people up. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's simple this is just a simple thing she's out there she's got exposure she's a celebrity that people look up to especially young people they're gonna copy what she does they're gonna think it's okay it's gonna normalize you know I mean it's the same way I would blame R. Kelly for it like R. Kelly's just going around fucking having sex with underage girls or like yeah. getting them when they're a teenager and only showing them when they're 18 That's it's like gross. how can they already have been in this long committed relationship when they're just yeah. 18 that means they must have been together since yeah and it's also, the double standards of the media is disgusting. It's just complete double standards. One other final point as well I'd like to bring up with the Cardi B aspect as well is, um, so there was an article I was reading and um, it was, the, one of the people commented was Shifer, B, uh, Bert Shifer, he's the chairman of Reputation Management Consultants. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was saying that Cardi B wasn't glorifying the act of drugging someone in a song and that she took ownership of her actions. Uh, he qu- the quote is, I don't think it's going to stop any endorsements. I'd be very, 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 very surprised if anything stops. So this is a guy that's a chairman of Reputation Management Consultants that essentially consults and talks about how something, how an event would affect people or affect public perception. And he's saying, yeah, she's not going to lose any endorsements. Well, I think he's right. Well, it's not saying that he advocates for it. He thinks what's happening is all right. I think it's just his honest assessment that given the current climate... It's not going to affect her reputation. It's not going to fuck her up at all. I mean, I'm disappointed. But, but why? I don't know. What I do you mean, think? Well, my, my thoughts are that, honestly, because she's some chick from the hood. That's really it. Mm. I mean, she's she's a minority in two ways, racially. And she's an intersectional female. That's the word these days, right? That's the buzzword. What, she, what, what do you mean? What is inter- intersectional female. Like, not intersectional in, feminist. What do you mean intersectional female? Oh, sorry. Intersectional. No, not feminist. It's, it's just an intersectional person because female is one of the sections that that intersects her victim groups right oh sorry that you're talking about the political lens of uh victim mentality oh yeah yeah she's okay, like she's, okay. she's from the hood she's a minority of like two mixed races and she's a woman you know like these are the reasons that she's getting away with this as simple as that it is simple as that there's a double standard that exists in especially left-leaning media and all entertainment media is left-leaning mm-hmm. and that's why she's been able to get away with this Dude, not all but most well the, yeah, mo- the vast majority the vast yeah. majority yeah. I'm generalizing yeah yeah yeah. 
It's but, but look, it's 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 very again, guys, confusing. Strip away your ideology and understand the principle here. Is it okay for anybody to drug and rob somebody just because they're falling on hard times? Well, sorry for Bill Cosby do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bill Carlsberg. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Who wants some pills in their fucking jello? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Who wants some star candy? <laughs> <laughs> oh. How come I, hey, Bukas, how come a drink tastes like uh, rape? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like, hey, kids, would you like some purple rape juice? Did I say rape? I meant grape, grape juice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I just uh, don't. Yeah. I just, yeah, man. I, this this topic just, I don't really understand it. Look, to eh? sum up the last two things we've been talking about, people will need to understand, will think more critically on the principle than anything else. That's it. Think on the principle, not the ideology. Yeah, I think that's a good sum up, Eric. Like for for both this 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 topic and also the Justice Smollett thing, they kind of bleed in the whole privilege. The whole sides thing—they're both—they're both just side matters, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like my side versus your side, and under, yeah. under all circumstances, I want my side to win. Yeah, that's it. You, know? you know, as our as our favorite podcaster says, just fucking tribalism, yeah, you know? man. Oh man, it's just tribalism. Hey, hey, Jamie, can you pull up the DMT and the monkeys jerking each other off? Yeah, I need to smoke that. I mean, I mean, the DMT, not the monkeys. Have you ever seen a chimp without hair, man? That dude is so ripped, man. Yeah, so yeah. fucking ripped. Can you imagine man. fucking a chimp? It'd be like oh, a fucking man. MMA fighter, man. They could kill you at any time. Imagine fucking a chimp, man. Yeah, man, and after just rip off your dick and eat it. Yeah, yeah. this is fucking aggressive shit. And then the DMT wore off, and I was like, man, I communicated with the other side. <laughs> Uh, all right guys well uh thank you very much for tuning in for this sapiosexual episode number five number five that's about all we got time for i'm your host kane and this is eric signing out yeah yeah you like that don't you Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 yeah